Today's Dav Chav Zayin, Lav Tav Han Chav Vav Amabes, five lines from the bottom. We're continuing the sugi of Adam Hamazik. Zok the Gemara Chav Vav Amabes, five lines from the bottom. Vaomer Rabbo. Zarek Tinek Mereshagag. Somebody throws a child off of a roof, which means that the child is now falling to its death. But before that happens, Uba Achav Rekibla Besayim. Somebody else comes and he accepts the child on his sword, and that's how the child now dies instead of hitting the floor. Pluk the Rehuda Bebesev Rabbanon. It's a Machlekes Tanoim. Between Rabbi Yudah and the Rabbanon, the Machlekes will be, is that second person Chayim or is he Potter? But everybody's asking that the first person, the one that threw the Tinnik off the roof, that is Potter. Now, even though Rabbi before on this Almond told us that when the person throws a Kli, we say that the one that threw it off the roof is Chayim, because since it's Saifeli Shaber, we look at it as if the one that threw it off is the one that broke it. So here also, the Chayim, we should say the same thing. The one who threw the Tinnik off the roof, he should be Chayim because it's Saifeli Mavis. So the Achrenu explained the difference. is because it's dafka when it comes to Nezakim by damages, where damages is totally in the value of the Kli. So then we say the Kli already lost its value, it lost its Shavias from the moment that the person threw it off onto the roof and it's Saifeli Shaber. When it comes to Misa, that's already different. Misa, you're only Chayim until there's an actual literal death. And therefore, the one that threw the tinnik off the, the, the roof is going to be Potter. The only question is, is the second one, that Shani that took his sword, his knife, is he going to be Chayv or Potter? It says in Hebrai, There are ten people that hit a person with ten sticks, and that person then dies. Whether all ten people are at once, or one after the other, and all ten will be Potter, because the Pasuk in Parshas Emer tells us, Ish kol nefesh adam yumas, and the Rabbanan Darshan, that kol nefesh adam means kol nefesh. It has to be he alone who is responsible for the death of this victim, and it can't be a combination. Over here, you don't have kol nefesh, because it was a combination of many people. If it's b'vazachaz, yeah, because we don't know who did it. But once it's one after the other, it will be chayev, even though the victim would have died from the blows of the first nine people. Eventually he would have died. Still, that tenth one is now chayev, because when they shakir of misase, yes, the victim would have died eventually. But now he died sooner because of that tenth person came along. Since he was makar of that misa, therefore he's going to be chayev. So because Rabbi Yudah learns kol nefesh, Rabbi Yudah says says kol nefesh, doesn't mean all the nefesh, but the word kol could mean any, any part of the nefesh, even the mitzvah's nefesh. So here also Zakh the Gemara, Zakh the Rabbah. According to the Rabbah, the second person is going to be Potter because it wasn't him on his own doing the killing because since even without him, the child would have died because of the fall to the ground. So it's not considered kol ha-nefesh. There's a combination there. As opposed to Yudha Ben-Misera, says that second person will be chayib because Lamaisi, he was cured of Misase. Without him, the child would have lived a little bit longer until he hit the floor. Now he died earlier. So according to Yudha Ben-Misera, that second person is chayib. However, Bashar of the Kiblai Bikarnav, what happens in the case where instead of a person with his scythe, but it's a Shar Muid, and he receives the child on the horns, and then that child dies. So put the Dribshaw Banesha Bidakimabrika Virabana and it's a machlekas when it comes to paying Kaifer, and the Rashash here points out that we're going in Shitas Vidubemisera, meaning according to the Rabbanan that they're both Pater, so there's no Kaifer to talk about. It's only Rivudubemisera who says that in general that second person is Chai. Now we have a machlaikas when it comes to a Shar Muid, will that second person be Chai for a Kaifer or not? The Tanya, Venasa Pidya Nafshay, the main nizik. When it says Nafshe, his nefesh, who's the pronoun, who's his, it means the Dmei Nizik. That's how much you pay for Kaifer. And therefore, according to Rabbi Shmuel, who says that by Kaifer we evaluate it with the value of the Mazik, okay, so that's a regular case, he's going to pay Kaifer. Mashiach, according to the Rabbanon, that we evaluate it with the Nizik, so this case is already different, Zakti Gemara, because here, once the person was Zarek that Tinuk and he's Saifai Lamus, so then he already lost all of his Shavis, just like when he throws off a Kli. So even though, as far as the Misa, the Misa didn't happen yet, but the Shavis, that's gone. So if it's with the main Nizik Shaminon, so then you don't have any Kaifer, it's going to be Pater from Kaifer, so it's totally not Machlaik is
If a person falls off of a roof, and he falls in such a way that he's ba'alai, he has a ma'isabia on a woman when he hits the ground. We'll see what are the four things in a moment. He's chayiv, and Rashi points out that even though the da'aladvarm we established yesterday, you're not chayiv with a shayge, it has to be a mezid or a karv lamezid. It's like Rashi, the cases where he fell off with a ruach matziah, that's already a karv lamezid, so he's chayiv in the da'aladvarm. It would be his yavama, it wouldn't be a kinyan of yibam, even though the Mishnah in Yavama's Rashi tells us, it works. That's only when there was a kavana for a bia for another woman, and then he comes to his yavama b'ainis. That's when it works. But here, where there was no kavana for a bia b'chal, it won't be kaina. So now Rashi's bothered. So what's the significance that it's not kaina? Okay, so let him make the kinyan right now. What's bad? So Rashi said the significance is because now he can lose it. Because if now, before he gets a chance to make another valid kinyan, if one of his brothers comes and does a mimer, gives kasher kedushin to her, so then this woman will be disqualified from him. So the, by the yavama, it doesn't work. And now, if someone else does mimer, so he's going to lose that opportunity. So now the Gemara explains. What does it mean the Dalad Varm? Knowing that the Dalad Varm is excluding Nezek, and it's Tsar Reaper Shabbos and Baishas, but here it's not. The Dalad Varm is, is Chayiv Benezek, but Tsar Reaper Bishabbos, and the one out is the Baishas. Abu Baishas Loy, that you're going to be part of the Tanam. In Chayiv Abu Baishas, Achihim Eskaven. It's true that he might be a car of Lamezid. You're right, it was a Ruach Matsuya. But intent, he didn't have intent, and therefore he's Pater on the Baishas. He falls off of the roof. With a wind that's very uncommon, the hizik ubaya she does damages and he does busha chayiv al hanezek because we know an other mamasik is chayiv even anoinus upater b'dal advarim because here you don't have the mezik because it was ruach sheni mitzuya. However, b'ruach mitzuya then the hizik ubayish if you fall off with a normal wind and then he did damage and there was busha then chayiv b'dal advarim because that's karv lamezik upater al abayish until he has actual intent. However, the imnis hapech when he's falling he turns his body with intent to fall on the person so it should break his fall he shouldn't hurt himself by hitting the ground then chayiv afal abayish. It's going to be chayiv even for the baishas, even though he wasn't mechavin to be mevayish the person, he was only mechayev that he himself shouldn't get injured when he hits the floor. Nevertheless, Lamai said he had intent to fall on that person, and therefore he's chayiv on baishas. The Tanya, the Pasuk in Kiseitze, talking about the parsha of baishas, talking about two men are having a fight, and one of the men's wives comes in the defense of her husband, and she grabs onto the other person in a way that's mevayish him. So it says, v'shul chayyada, she's defending her husband, she sends out her hand to the other person, so any day she had gzika, the next word is gzika, I know, if she's sending out her hand, she's grabbing onto that other person. why do I need that word? as long as there's intent to do damage, even if there was an intent for busha, still, there was intent to do damage, you're ready to be chayv on the baishas. Vamarabi, person places a hot coal on the chest of the person who lays, that person dies as a result. Potter, the one who put it there is Potter, because the victim should have removed it. So therefore the one who put it there is Potter. However, Al Big if he places it on the person's clothes and it burns, and that's the loss. Chayev, then he is Chayev. I, the person should have removed it from his clothes. The answer is, is because since here we're not talking about his own life, it's not life and death, it's his clothes. So he has a chajb and he says he figures I'll let I'll, I'll let it go, and it's no problem, I'll be Tevayim and Din, and therefore the person is still Chayev. I know both of these are, are in Mishnais. I'll leave by this that it says that if you put it on the person's chest and that person could have removed it, therefore the one that put it there is put there, that I have a Mishnah. Or a person presses somebody down into a fire. Or into the water. He's holding him down. So now that person dies from the fire or he drowns from the water. The person holding him down is high. However, if you just pushed him into the fire, into the water, he could get out there, but yet he still dies from the fire or drowns. Potter, then in this case, he's going to be Potter. So you see, in the case where the victim would able, was able to save himself, even though he's in this, only in this matzah because of Yanan. But if he, Lamaisa, was able to save himself and he didn't, so the other person's Potter. here also. The person that places that coal on the chest of the other person is going to be Potter, since that victim could have saved himself. 
the next thing, Rava says, is also a Mishnah. Big day, it says that if you burn the person's bag in your chayim, the Tanan, it's a Mishnah coming up later in Perka Chayv the eighth pair. Kara, the, a person says to somebody, Kara asks Susi, you could tear my clothes, or Shavar Eskadi, break my jug, Allah is chayiv. Because what the Nizik is saying to the Mazik is, yeah, you could break it, but if you break it, you're going to have to pay for it. I'm going to be tevein you invest in. I'm going to ask lift lift If it's mefurish, then it should be popped with a the condition, then fine. But from that first part of it, we see our right. We see here as well. When a person puts that kechalas on the bed, he's going to be chayiv, because the reason why the person didn't remove it is only because he figures he could be tevein him invest in. So I have a Mishnah Zach Rav to Rabba's halacha that you're going to be chayiv in that case. But by Rabba, Klez Rabba, Shailei, Niach Kechalas Alev Avdai, he puts that coal on the Eved. Maha, what's halacha? Do we say kegufet on me? It's like putting it on the guf of the master, meaning it's that same svar. Just like the master, we'd say the person's potter because the master should have removed it, he could have saved himself. So by the Evid as well, and you'll be potter. Do we look at an Evid Knani like it's his money, and therefore the person that put the coal, it's like the beggar. If you put the person who put that coal on that Evid, is going to be chayv. And if it's Lamech Gufa, you're going to tell me that it is like the Guf of the other, and that's how we look at the Evid, and you're going to be potter. So what about a person's shar? When I put that coal on the shar, do I say that they're also, the shar should have taken it off or not? When it comes to an Evid, it's like the Guf. If a person puts a Gachalas on the chest of the Evid, it will be Pater, because the Evid, he should have removed it. Therefore, he's the one that's responsible, the one that put it on his Pater. And Shayre Kimimimai, however, when it comes to the Shar, that's like a regular, that's like a Begit, because the Shar doesn't have the Das, the wherewithal to remove it, and therefore the one that placed it there is going to be Chayev. Hadran Allah takes out a regal. Dr. Mishnah, somebody places a jug. In the middle of the road, in Rishon Zerabim, somebody else, he stumbles over it, but he didn't hurt himself, but the result was Rishavah. By stumbling over it, he broke that keli, the Allah is potter. And then more we'll discuss this. In Huzakba, however, if the one tripped over it and then he damages, he gets injured because of it, then Bahachavius, we just switched from a jug to a chavius, the one we'll address right away, the Bahachavius is Chayyub Beniska. He does have to pay for the damages because it's a bar Bishasarab. Now, even though we know that a bar is Patar and Adam, Bidarsh and Shar, Adam, that's just only as far as Misa, the Gemara is going to tell us later. That's when it comes to death. As far as damages by Nezakin, then you're Chayyub by bar, even on Adam. So this Bahachavius, this Bahachad, is going to be Chayyub if he gets damaged. In fact, the word kad is a jug, sounds like a smaller keli. We switch, and a chavis is much more a bigger keli. Two more instances the Gemara is going to bring. There's a Mishnah later on coming up on Two people are converging on the road. One has the barrel and one has a beam, and then they crash into each other. Nishbura kada, it didn't say chavita, it switched. It says nishbura kada shalzeh, the jug of one breaks, bekareza shalzeh, with the beam of the other potter. So again, pasach bechavis v'sayim bekad, the Mishnah switched. And the third and final one, v'tanan, at the end, the very end of the Mishnah, that says, tanami, zabab bechavita shalyayin, v'zabab bekada shalvash. One person on the road is coming with a barrel of wine, and one is coming with a jug of honey, nisdega chavis shalvash. So we just changed. We said kada shalvash, and now we switch the chavish of the so that starts to crack. So v'shavach ziyeneh, the other guy pours out his wine, the hitzel is the and he pours the honey, honey into it, because honey is more expensive than wine. The halacha is, he only gets paid like a regular pile, but the owner of the dvash does not have to pay for the yain. But what do we see? Again, so we have three instances. What it means is, is that they're interchangeable. You can refer to the smaller kad with the term chavish, and you could refer to the larger chavias with the term ka. So the of what significance of it is that they're interchangeable terms? That the meicher, when he's selling, he has the option to give whichever one he wants. Even if he said to the lekech, I'm making a tonight, then I'm going to give you a chavias, which implies the larger keli. If you want, you can give him the ka, the smaller keli, because they're interchangeable. Now, Hechidami says to the Lord, what's the case? If it's at a place where they don't refer to a kad as a chavita, but chavita loy karakada, and a chavita they don't call a kad, they're not interchangeable, so halay karla, they don't refer to it that way. So when the meicher says to the lokech, I'm going to sell you a chavita, 
he has to give him the larger keli, because they don't refer to the smaller kad in the Lashon Chavias. So, where's the coming of this Mecca Chumemker? It's true. Most people refer to the kad as the, the smaller one as kad, and the large one as a chavis. But there's also a minority, the kad of the kad of the chavita, that they interchange the terms. So, you have to go So, if the Meicher said he's going to sell a chavis, he has to give him the larger keli. That's the chiddush of these two Mishnayos. The ain holchim b'mamen acharayv. You don't go baser roiv when it comes to mamenus, and since you don't go baser roiv, so the meicher kintaina. I'm from the minority. When I told you I'm going to sell you a chavius, what I really meant is the smaller one, and I can give you, force you to take the smaller jug. The Mishnah said, The person puts this jug, this keli in, which is rabbin. Somebody else comes, he stumbles on it. He didn't get injured, but he broke the keli. Loch is his pater. Perfect. And why? And my putter, he's an Adam Amazik. So he has to look where he is going. Why is he off the hook? He should have to look where he's going on the road, and he didn't, so he's the one that should be chayiv. The case is talking about where the Rishus Ram was filled with Kalim, and therefore there was Pashat just no way. There was no way to avoid it. He had to smash it. Shmuel Amr, it's at night, it's dark, and he can't see where he's going. It was at an intersection, and it was in a corner where he turned the corner and bumped into it without realizing it. Now, Zaktai says, all these three Ukimtis, that it was filled with Kalim, or it was at night, or it was a Karen Zavis, why you potter? Because it's an Inus. But we just said, uh, we said yesterday, that an Adam Amazik is chayib by Inus. So Zaktai says, not all Ainsim are created equal. There's an Inus Gummer, like in these three cases, and an Inus Gummer, that's not included in the Rebuy. It's the regular Inus, but Inus Gummer will be potter. Amr Papa, the Mishnah that says that your potter when he breaks that clee, it doesn't fit Elo Aikashmul, who said that it's not very dark, that it was around the corner, he didn't see it. Because according to both of those, we understand that if you would break it, that's why the Mishnah said Allah of Niskal, he stumbled over it and then he broke. The Ikirab, but if you know like Rav, that the Ukimta was that it's just filled with Kalim, the whole Rishon Zeramim is blocked. So my area Niskal, I feel the even if he does it, because he has to cross. It's the negligence of all those Bailim that put. The older Kalim Rishus Rabbin blocked the whole Rishus Rabbin. And therefore, even if he breaks it Bekavani, he should still be Pater. Why does the Mishadafka say that he was Niska? It was inadvertent. He, he slipped over it and then he broke it, which implies it's only if it's really Bekavani. Even Bekavani should be Pater according to Rav that the Ukimta that it's filled with, with Kalim and the Rishus Rabbin is blocked. Amar Rav Zibbushway, the Rav, you're right. Who had in the Filu Shavar, according to Rav's Ukimta, it's even if he does it be a dime, but Bekavani will also be Pater. The reason why we said that is, I did the Mishnah Seifa, it had to say it there, and there was, it was Dafka. It said, Vim Huzakba, if he slips and he injures himself, on it, then Baal Chavi Yischayi Benizki has to pay. There it's Dafka, because the Dafka Niskal, it's only when he stumbles on it, that's when the Baal Chavi has to pay. But if he does a Biratzen, then certainly not. Let's say he breaks a Biratzen, and then some of the shards damage this person, He's going, the Baal Chavi is going to be potter. My time, why is the Baal Chavi potter in such a case? Because Huda Azek and he's the one that broke it, Biratzen. And therefore, since in the Seifa, it's Dafka Niskal, Saktani Resha Niskal, that's why in the Resha it also says Niskal, but in the Chanami, according to Rav Zakimto, that it was filled with Kalim, who then if he was it's not the derech of people to pay attention where they're going. Meaning, we're going back now on the Mishnah. Don't say that the Ukimta is that it's very dark or is on a corner or is filled, filled with Kalim. Even if it was broad daylight, still, the one who stumbled over it and broke it is going to be potter. I, the Kasha was, a person has to be aware where he's going, he has to look where he's going. Not true, because it's not the derech of the people. It's not the derech of the people to pay attention when they're walking on the road.
There was such a case where a person stumbled over it and broke it. Shmuel said he's chayiv. The one that stumbled over it and broke it has to pay. or some say rabba. So Bishlam was Shmuel kishmaite. That makes a lot of sense. He said the Mishnah's talking about it was very dark, but if it wasn't dark, it was broad daylight. It'd be chayiv. That's why he said chayiv. El Rava lema kishmuel sivile. Rava who said chayiv. Let us say that he holds like Shmuel that it is the derech bnei adam to be misbeinim bedrachim, and it's only in the Mishnah you're potter because it was lila, and that's why Rava said chayiv just like Shmuel. Amr Papa no. Really, I'll tell you that Rava could say. Like like the Ami Bimarava, that it's ain't Derek Minadun Lisbani Bidrachim. And that's why in the Mishnah Yapata, why in this case are you chai? Because it was a special case. Because Karna, the Atzrahaba, Karna is the Karen's ever was the corner that was close to the Atzra, the base abad, the where, where they would press. The Kimun de Brishuska Abdi, they put all their Kalim outside with Rishos, then he should have been aware in this case, because the custom was that when the base abad was filled with people and then there were other people coming, so they would all wait outside, they put their Kalim outside, and they would wait for their shift, for their turn. And therefore it's Dafki in this case, that he should have been aware where he was going. That's why Rav said Yichai. But in Echanami, in general, was Dr. Papa, Rav could hold, like we said, the shame of my Rav, that ain't Derek Minadun Lisbani Bidrachim, and the Ukim to the mission that it's Potter is talking about a regular case because it's not the Derek for people to be Misbani when they're going. Shalach Rav Chizal Rav Nachman, he asked him the following Shalach. So this is going to be talking about the Chiv of Baishas. The reason why it's coming into the Sugya is because later on Chavches it's going to come back to our Mishnah. So he says like this to Rav Nachman, Hare Amru, Lirakuva, if somebody knees somebody else and causes a Busha because of that, Shalach, she has to pay three slam for that Baishas because there's more Busha with that than if you were just pushing with his hand. Now Tyson points out, he has two Pshatim, either it means this is the minimum or this is the maximum, but it is not a set amount. The, the Gemara is going to tell us later that the payment for Baishas is depends. It's called depends who's doing the Busha, the ones who's getting the Busha. So the reason why we said here a static amount, that's either a minimum or a maximum. Ula Bi'ita, if instead of just kneeing him, he kicks him, Chamesh, that's even more Busha, he pays five slam. Ula Sanaikris, as Rashi says, he takes the saddle of a donkey and he hits the person with it, and that's how he causes the Busha, that's even more, So now, Rev Chizda asks of Nachman, Lepanda Demara, if somebody hits somebody with the handle of a shovel, or the kufina demar, or the blade of the shovel, my, what's the halacha there for the baishas? So shalach there, Nachman says back then, chizda, chizda, knasa kamabas babala, you're collecting dine knasas in bubble, we know that in bubble you can't collect dine knasas because you have to be smoothing, and only in Eretz Yisrael. Now Tyson points out, it's not mamash knas like we just said, because a knas is when something is a static amount. Like for example, the shloishim shal evet, even if that evet that was gored by the shalamuid is worth only a diner, still the owner has to pay that knas, of shloishim shal that's a knas. But here it's not a knas, it depends on the mavayishim is you pay for exactly what you did. So it doesn't mean that it's Mam Shaknas, but it means it has the din of the Knas, Tessus brings the Gemara later on Pedal and Perkachaival, that it's not just when it's a Knas, even if it's something that just doesn't have an actual financial loss, meaning the Busha, we translate that into a monetary value, that's true, and that's what you have to pay. But the person didn't actually take a monetary loss, that also falls under the cloud of things that the, the Dayan and the bubble cannot judge. So then Rav Nachman says to Rav like this, Tell me, what are you referring to? Tell me this story. So Shalach, Rav sends back to Rav Nachman as follows, that who there was a pool that was used for irrigation that was owned by two people. They alternated days. One day was his turn, and the other day was the other person's turn. Then one half, what happened one day, one of them came along, and he's taking water on the day that's not his. So the other person says, What are you doing? Stealing my water. It's my turn. He ignored him. So so that's this is the story that Rebbe was referring to. He picked up the handle of a, of a shovel, and he, and he hit him. 
So Amr Leir of Nachman says, He should have hit him a hundred times with the shovel, with the handle of that shovel. He's a thief. He's stealing the water. Even the Madam who says that even when a person has a din, that's a din MS, meaning he knows what's the right din, and if you go to Bezdin, it will have the same outcome as if he would do it today on his own. Still, the halach is, you always have to go to the formal Bezdin, you have to go to a dying, even according to that Madam or Zakir Nachman, but when there's a loss, for example, here, if you go to Bezin, there would be a loss. Right? This is one of two ways. Either because while he's busy in Bezin, so the other person is continuing to, to steal the water and he'll have no idea how much that loss is, or maybe that water will just be used up. And once that water is gone, it's gone. So therefore, there's a half sit over here. So he doesn't have the luxury of going to Bezin. Zakir Nachman, then everybody agrees that there's a machlaikis. A person always has to go to the formal Bezin. If a person knows that his din is the din emes, there's no reason to go to the Bezin. He could just do it on his own. However, like we said, if there's going to be a loss, if the person has to go to the bez into that dying, like in our case, everybody holds you could do it on your own. Where is the machlekes? By going to bez, you won't take a loss. So you're not taking any loss. So go to the formal bez. Since he's going to come out with the same exact result as the dying loss, we don't force the person to go to that tircha, and we hold oven in his even when there's no psaida. Okay, we're going to pause there. So today we learn that if a person throws a tinuk off of a roof and somebody else comes and is makabal with a saif, the one that did the throwing is potter. That second one, that's a machlech, because Rabbanon reviewed by Messerah, are you chayiv because he was kiriv misasai or not? According to Rabbi Yudah that he holds that you are chayev, if it would be a sharmuid that was makabal the tinuk on his horns, so the din of kaifer, that's totally if you hold with the mazik shaminan, so you be chayev, or if you hold with the nizik shaminan, and already the child lost his value once he was thrown off the roof, then there won't be any value and there won't be any kaifer. If somebody injures his friend, he's not chayev and boishas unless there is intent. However, from the pasuk of Veshulcha Yad of we learn out that as long as he has intent to be mazik, he'll be chayev for boishas even if he did not have intent to do the busha. If a person places a gachelas on the chest of his friend or on his eved, he'll be potter because the victim should have removed it. But if he puts it on his baggage or his shar, he'll be chayev because that that the owner didn't remove it because he figures he'll be tevei him in bezdin. If a person places a jug in Rishus Rabbim, somebody else comes, he stumbles in it and he breaks it. That's a machlekes in Rayim. Is that person chayev because he should have looked where he was going? Or, and then when the Mishnah said it's potter, that could be talking about either where it's filled with kalim or was at night or was at Karen's obvious. Or it's potter because And finally, everybody's masking that if there be a pseida, if a person had to go to Bezdin, then avin inish dilam But if there would not be a pseida, that's a machlekes. If Yudah says loy avin inish dilam and Rav Nachman says that even in this case, avin inish dilam